Welcome to the Grace World Podcast. I'm Dan Hewitt. And I'm Becky, his wife. This is episode 44. Hello, everybody. Hi there. And guess what today is? Actually, technically tomorrow. Our year anniversary of the Grace World Podcast. That's right. One year of podcasting. And so let's talk about a couple of stats. Thanks for sticking with us. We've put out 44 episodes. Well, this will be 44 episodes. We've had 872 listens on there. So. Wow, that's all y'all. Probably, I don't really know what my expectations were, but it's exciting that that many people have are sticking through. Well, it's not that many people, but there's a lot of people that are sticking through, listening to them all. A lot of people that have listened here and there, and yeah, um, just looking forward to continuing the conversation. Wow, you jumped from beginning to end. All done, and let's close (laughs) up here. No. So we actually, as a, a thing, as we realized it was a year, we decided this morning to go listen to our first podcast and yes. say, hey, what's happened in one year and what do we have different to say? And I guess, what's the quick answer? We don't have anything <laughs> different. We were, I was actually quite shocked. I didn't remember what we talked about our first We were smarter episode. in our first week than I thought we were. Well... <laughs> I'm not sure I'd use the word smarter, but we definitely have a one track mind. That's for sure. Uh huh. The, the first episode, you, we, the re, I think the reason you're saying smarter is because we used a lot of the same language that we're still using today, but we feel like we've grown so much. Yeah. I have a lot better in a cl- year. crispness, I think. So we have, yeah. So now I think we have some different vernacular, uh-huh. some deeper understanding, which was encouraging that we still believe what we believed a year ago. We just believe it a little deeper. Like our roots have yeah. gone a little deeper and we've had opportunity to talk with some great people recently about mm-hmm. what this really means practically in our yeah. lives. So, yeah, this is, ex- it's kind of was fun to listen because I was a little surprised with some of it was like, wait a minute, that's what we're just learning now. We're already saying that. <laughs> we're saying, things that we're talking about, but we're, we're clarifying, we're getting crisp with how would you exactly say that where, you know, and what does that mm. really mean? I think we have better clarity in a lot of those areas or some of those areas and so forth. I noticed a difference in you. You, you have more con- confidence now. I think you're more, I think it's kind of scary for you. I think, well, I think you were kind of, it's a little scary for you to jump in. in it the beginning. was. I was terrified to tell you the truth. I was like, you put yourself out in any kind of social media. You just have no idea what the response is going to be. And so I was pretty fearful. Yeah. And some of that had to do with the circles we ran in back a year ago nope. and not knowing if there would be backlash from perhaps some that we're going a different direction than we were, but anyway, yeah, there was there was, that was actually yeah. most of it. And there was nothing actually terribly conflictive, but hey, sometimes you never know. Well, in my head there was. <laughs> Do you have a head full of conflict? I, I thought there would, I thought there was more conflictiveness. All right. There was a lot of confliction going on in my head. I have grown in a year. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, I see that. <laughs> Emotionally, spiritually. 
It's it's an adventure. Physically, gosh, think of all I've been through, and now I'm really going to be rabbit trailing. But yeah, it was it was a year. It was a year ago, April, when my body fell apart for reals, and I had all these medical things start happening to me. And you had a renegade gallstone. I had no idea a year ago, the middle of March, beginning of March, wherever we are. Here was a full cool thing, though. Okay. The the anecdote that I had a year ago <laughs> was about me making a brisket. And guess what I did this weekend? I made a brisket. So apparently it's time for <laughs> the annual this is brisket. This brisket time of year. We make brisket more than once a year, but hey, I guess oh, it's a... Oh, yeah. And not a lot. I mean, we used to. Benji, when Benji was around, he would smoke us a brisket, but... Yeah, so shout out to Benji one. to send us a brisket that's been smoked and processed. Uh, we'll probably oh. have to go visit him to do that. Okay, way digressing. So, um, so how have you changed in a year? You know, I think I've got some clarity on some things. You already used that word. Well, I, I pre-answered my question then. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I think there's, uh, like I was talking about, um, I think I'm a little crisper on what... Uh, Penal substitutionary atonement. Or what Ooh, do, what did go. God really do on the cross? Because that's one thing that sometimes we get a little fuzzy on. What did he really accomplish and what did he do? And I feel like I have clarity on that. I'm not going to go into that today. How's that for a teaser? Well, that's a good I'm teaser. just going to say, you know what? Either listen to what I've talked to or maybe we'll talk more about that on another podcast. But I think I have better clarity of saying what really is the gospel what has god done specifically and so forth and i think that's that's been something thanks larry yeah and i think what else um just learning to be more at peace i think during the year Mm -hmm. and to not be moved by external things so not be the kerfuffled not be so much kerfuffled learning to be living in peace and living in the presence of God more. Um, I guess I can't, you know, this is when I can't say enough is this year, I think the biggest experiment of the podcast or the biggest side benefit is that we do talk a lot, me and Becky, during the week. We talk through mm-hmm. spiritual issues, discussions on the Bible, on God, on what's going on in our lives, on mental health issues on interrelationships with other people where other people are at all sorts of things like that Mm -hmm. and there's real growth to be had to learning to communicate with your spouse or friends on a regular basis about meaningful things Mm -hmm. i you know it's one of those where you don't see it at the time but this is what's great about looking back a year you go oh I see some differences. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like the first time I ever read the Bible straight through. I just sat down. I didn't read it in a day or something, but <laughs> I read it in a, I don't know, good chunk of the year. But when I was all done, it was like, if I said, gee, what did I learn? It was not a ton, but it was like, I felt different too. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had a, a different comprehension and a context that was more complete. Mm, So sometimes you don't notice it as you're doing it, Mm -hmm. but when you've passed through that, it's kind of like, ah, I've really gotten something from this. Hey, I wonder, you know, that made me just think, I wonder if Jesus 
when he was in the wilderness for 40 days. I wonder how aware he was every day of things that were happening in him with communion with the father and all that. Or if it was a similar kind of thing that when he got to the end and the devil came and tempted him and he conquered that in spades, it was like, hey, these 40 days actually made a difference in a way that I don't think I could have articulated at the beginning or even through it. I don't know. That's just a curiosity question on my part. But we'll leave that as an exercise for the reader there to contemplate that <laughs> question. Put that in your Put that in your list of things to ask God when you get up there. Well, so let's ask you guys then. Send us a note. Tell us what have you got. How have any of the things. What have you gotten from this program during the year? Or what impact has it been in your life? Or just what's changed in your life this year? What's God done in your life? Yeah, what has God, what's God doing in your life? Yeah. Because we'd be real interested to know what's happening and send that to podcast at grace.world yeah yeah and we'd love to hear that from you yeah because we want to know what's going on with people and (gasps) what kind of impact there is you could even send us a snail mail note we actually have a p.o box yes p.o box 750 monument colorado 80132 we need to put that on the the description it's on the web page on the podcast description this week that may be hard you can send us a note that'd be awesome anything you like yeah we want to know gosh what's going on with people in the world how are things how are things uh how how are the circumstances of life and your understanding of god colliding and and impacting you Mm mm-hmm yeah, this has been, and especially in these interesting times that we live in. Right. That's what according I mean. to that old Chinese proverb, may you live in interesting times. <laughs> really? <laughs> we, that's a Chinese proverb. I think oh, that Chinese was actually blessing. a Chinese curse. <laughs> was, was may you live I in. I said blessing, you said curse. <laughs> I think it was a curse. <laughs> so is how it's generally yeah, life taken. Life experiences. Yes, you might get life experience. So... So our first podcast was titled Law and Grace. Mm-hmm. And we talked about... Do you think the difference between law and grace mm-hmm. and why we're grace world and not law world? Yes. So law do world. you feel like we have stayed on track I with think explaining so. grace? Do we need to explain grace again? Talk about that again? Just to... Oh. In light of... Well, yeah. in light of the things that we've learned this yeah. year. Do we know? Do we think any differently about grace? Do we think any deeper? Do you yeah. or I? Should, you know, like, how do how, if you were to explain grace? I think I do. I think I do have some differences. What do I you would have, have differently that you would say? Becky's thinking. I am this. thinking. My little brain is worrying. I'm trying to figure out how to say this. I'll put background this music is on. All this impromptu this right now. <laughs> That's right. Um, so before to. I think I would do less um, comparison of law versus mm-hmm. grace yeah. because I'm not sure that's the point of grace. Yeah. The point of grace isn't to say it's not the law. Mm-hmm. The point of grace is so much, in my estimation, bigger than what the point of the law was. So grace to me is uh, the point 
attitude of God towards humanity, all of humanity of, um, I'm bringing you towards me. I'm bringing you into my sphere out of the humanity sphere, not out of, mm, not, I, I feel him talking to me. Of course I am human and I live in the physical realm, but I hear him continually talking to me about join me in the bigger realm of the spiritual, um, reality as you are a human, as you are a whole being and that and that and experience life through this perspective of being part of the being in union with the Trinity and being part of a bigger picture and experiencing life through that Mm -hmm. um, understanding that to me is grace. It really doesn't really have so much to do with the law Mm -hmm. as in the law of God in the Bible or the law of God over Israel or the laws in our country or whatever law seems such a smaller subset of the whole picture of what God has in mind for humanity. I think I have a very similar thought as after going back and listening to that first episode of, I think law and grace, those are interesting to discuss, but it's almost like the more you enter into this relationship, as we use the word perichoresis, we actually talked about that in that first episode. We not, talked about perichoresis, not knowing that it use, was perichoresis. Without knowing that word. And, <laughs> which, so, so, yeah, keep going. Which with. Is, and I, I'm seeing more and more, it's like, I just want to talk more about the relationship with God and entering into that. And to have that whole argument or discussion of law versus grace seems to be fading in the sense of that's so foundational. I mean, I don't want to say that in a deprecating way, but that just seems so less significant to just enter into the big reality, which is we're in Christ, we're walking with them. And mm-hmm. that is grace. And sometimes you got to resolve those issues first. But if I'm still talking about law versus grace, all the time, I'm probably not walking in that deep perichoretic relationship, walking with his presence, mm-hmm. entering in that. So it's kind of that I want to get to the place where my mind is entirely on Christ. You know, Paul says, I want to know nothing more than Christ and him crucified. Mm-hmm. What he's really saying is that wasn't an intellectual statement about which parts um, he wants to focus on it was no I want to just know Christ yeah and him crucified meaning I'm entering into that complete relationship that was taken care of by him and that's all I ultimately have to know and if I have that I have everything else correct and so that's really where my point of focus becomes mm-hmm. is him and so you know, do we need to still have debates or discussions and points? Yeah, you know, there's times we have to work through stuff. But I want to be at the place where I personally am just dwelling in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. And the other stuff kind of gets taken care of automatically. Because mm-hmm. he's part of the <laughs> the conversation at that point. So... He's part of the conversation. We are conversing and in relationship, right? So I don't need to worry about what do I do this? Do I do that? It's like we're having, we're living life together with God Mm -hmm. and he's leading always. Mm -hmm. 
he's partaking and I'm partaking of what they're doing. And we're all working in this together. Right. Which leads me to a little thing you were talking about earlier. Okay, what? Purpose. We kind of okay. were, we kind of, before we were going to talk about this. We had two, two This topics. flashback to Nam. Mm-hmm. No, this week, week in, this year in retrospective. It's like some of it has been like a Nam experience, <laughs> too, quite frankly. Incoming! All right. I'm going to have to put more sound effects on this, but hey. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Anyway. Purpose. Yeah, this heads us back because that was what we were first going to talk about is purpose and what does does purpose really mean? And and it's kind of in a new light of purpose and calling, really, are the two terms we're using. You know, people use those a lot. I have a calling. God called me to do this. You know, we are called out of the dominion of darkness and into the kingdom of the sun he loves. Um, Light. Out of darkness into, the, into light. Light, yeah. There's all these kind of things about calling and purpose, and it ties into that relationship with God. And I think Becky had some insights that we wanted to talk about this week. Okay. Um, like you had a big one on purpose. No calling. Or calling. Well, yeah, I mean, calling. they're, well, they're kind they're of the same thing. Together. Yeah, they're highly tied. I don't even know why I started thinking about this. To tell you the truth, I can't remember if I heard somebody say something about your calling or I don't know. I can't remember. But I was thinking, what if what if I think about my calling? Like, so so lots of times people talk about your calling. You have a calling to go and do something. You have called a calling to be a minister, called to be, to be a, a missionary, yeah. called to be a musician. Right. And it, it's go to go do something. But I was thinking, what if that is the second part of your calling? What if the first part of your calling, oh, I know where this came from. Okay. What if the first part of your calling has more to do with who you are as a person and the characteristics mm-hmm. that you are? Mm-hmm. So it, um, I was thinking about, I don't know how personal to get. Should I go? get really personal I don't know you can uh, decide I'll how say far. one of my kids yeah well, we don't I, get to pick other kids and tell I'm gonna stuff. say <laughs> one of my kids I, I I feel like I know my kids pretty well at because of course I'm their mother and so I can tell you about all of my children but there's a thread of purpose in each one of my children mm. that that continues on through their life and they're all in their late 20s early 30s mid mid to late 20s anyway are you just gonna share their calling what you see yeah and so one of them i feel like has favor this one this kiddo he the third child who will not be named (laughs) (laughs) okay there we go he has a favor on him in everything that comes into life doesn't mean he hasn't had some hard things right he's had lots of hard stuff lots of hard things Mm -hmm. but he he the favor of god loves to show itself through my son and and i get Mm -hmm. to see what favor looks like by watching my son live his life and seeing how things keep coming to him in ways that 
bring him into goodness. And that doesn't mean that his, I mean, he, it doesn't just fall on him. He has to work Mm -hmm. and put himself in positions and mindsets and whatever to let the favor come. So I'm not just diminishing that, but I think that's, again, that's part of his purpose. So to me, a calling or a purpose, I think actually comes from whatever one or more, probably we have more than one characteristic from God that your life is kind of a testimony or a witness of that one thing. Here's another example for Dan. Dan, Dan, I think grace is his calling. He has known grace and I'm going to get teary about this. He has known grace since he accepted the Lord when he was five years old, Hmm. probably before that. And here's how it's show, shown up. Here's one of the ways that it's shown up is he is so accepting of people. He doesn't know somebody. I mean, he assumes the best of a person regardless of how they present themselves or what's going on. So many times he's done this in his life. And even last this past weekend, the Friday night, I won't go into all the details, but he was, he put himself, he got dragged into a situation. Somebody needed help (laughs) and he got into this situation and started to offer help. And then a whole bunch of things escalated and somebody else came into the situation and they were furious and they actually started a fight. And Dan came We're into a that fist fight and very, very angry people. Yeah, and he <laughs> or person got into that situation. He did not step away from the situation. He went forward in that situation and actually de-escalated the situation with this one man in particular and separated him from the other others so that he could calm down and spoke truth to him. He he actually said to the person you're headed towards felony charges here. Think clearly about what you're doing. You know, like he wasn't just, Oh, it's okay. Pacifying. He like put wisdom into the situation. He brought his justice kind of gift in of saying, here's the truth. And here's what's going to happen if you don't back off. And, and the guy said to him, well, are you going to help me? And Dan said, yes, I am helping you. And I want to help you. And here, let me continue to help you. Hmm. Okay. it didn't, here's the thing that I notice about Dan. He doesn't look at the situation and go, hmm, I wonder if I should get involved. Like he is grace. He <laughs> jumps in. He just goes, boom. I think I could, you know, like it, there's not a thought process. It's just who he is. I like, learned to jump into a fight by D, from Dean. No. Yes. No. Not to Dean. <laughs> Thanks, Dean. You were part of this process of Dan learning how this. So that's what I mean. Like when we our calling or our purpose, what we're going to do in life. And there's many more examples in Dan's life and my life and my kids' life, the people, our parents, people that we've seen his parents. Okay. We've talked about the hospitality of his parents. Okay. They, I learned about God's hospitality by being involved with Frank and Janet. And I only got to know them for a very short amount of time, Janet, especially Mm -hmm. same with my parents, you know, like there's, I learned about, um, compassion through my dad because he was always compassionate towards people. He, he almost, almost never, there were mm-hmm. a few times, but 
most of the time he was compassionate toward people instead of mm-hmm. judgmental towards people. So that's so I would say that for my dad, compassion was his calling. Yeah. And then the things that he did were just the fruit of that calling yeah. or the fruit of that purpose. I think we use, have a similar idea we talked about a long time ago in a thing about being uh, we you can either do to be or be to do mm-hmm. okay so do to be means if i do works i will become something and that's kind of more of a legalistic foundation whereas a real grace foundation is i have become and because of who i am i do and yeah. so it sounds like what we you've got here is you're now seeing calling is not what you do it's who you are and the result is because of a who i am these things will be produced in me or through me or however you want to say that. Right. And so the calling is not so much the action as it's the identity and who God, what God has really placed in you as a treasure for you to reveal. Right. I, I even took this to the point and then I started to think about the characters in the Bible and two came to my mind right away. People who obviously had a calling. The first one was Abraham. And him being mm-hmm. the man of faith. And it made me wonder, okay, I wonder what his life was before we got to take a peek at it from the Bible. Like, how, how did God pick him to be the father of Israel, the nation of Israel? What was going on with him that he had a trusting spirit or a faithful spirit? And then I thought about Mary, Jesus' mother. And she was so young. But she also had favor on her and she also had a way of understanding God that was obvious in the way that she responded to the angel Gabriel when he came and told her that she was going to bear Jesus. You know, there was a calling on her before that event. There was a calling on her that God said, she's walking in her calling. I know I can give her this task Mm -hmm. of bearing the savior in her womb and being her, being his mother and so it just it just is help, it helps me to think about, okay, so we're in this perichoresis. We're having relationship with God. To what end? To the fact that, you know, when in the creeds or in the church, when it says our, our chief goal is to glorify God. Okay, well, what does that mean? Do we mm-hmm. walk around saying, oh, glory to God all the days yeah. of our lives? Or do we actually show it by being a human on earth and bringing bringing the glory Mm -hmm. of God, the kingdom of light into the kingdom of darkness by interacting with each other and and making a difference in each other's lives. And that's the glory of God that brings that's the glory of us Mm -hmm. with God impacting the world. That's. I think Preach, that's Becky. I think that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 and let's go kind of tie a little verse together there too. We said earlier, uh, he's brought us from the kingdom of dominion of darkness and into the kingdom of light. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we think of that as just a purely positional thing. Like, okay, I'm not in darkness. I'm now in light. Mm-hmm. What's the fundamental characteristic of light? It revelation he, it, yeah, reveals it illuminates things. it mm-hmm. reveals so when he brought us into that kingdom of light what he's doing there is he's revealing who we are that's part of what it means to be in who the we kingdom. are who we are not, not just who he, he is right because he's always visible yeah he's visible we just might not be paying attention or <laughs> not be attentive or have 
strange colored glasses on or welding mm-hmm. goggles or something that <laughs> inhibits our view. Mm-hmm. But when he brings us into the kingdom of light, there is revelation and he wants to show us and say, this is who you are. Mm -hmm. And so as we look, even all our kids, there's stuff in each of them where we say God has clearly placed a deposit of something in them that gets revealed and that comes out. I mean, we see this in everybody to some degree, but, you know, obviously we see our kids the most Mm -hmm. and we get to see them grow in these various things. Mm Mm-hmm. So I just think that's an amazing thing that God does is he wants us to participate in what he's doing. And he has put in us things of value so that we can then participate to both uh, enjoy his presence, you know, as the confessions say, Mm -hmm. but that our participation, our glorification of him is us doing what he made us to be acting out what it is that we are that's what truly glorifies god because he has put stuff in us of value Mm -hmm. and when that comes out god is glorified right and scary we are glorified right (laughs) jesus says i'm sharing my glory with us exactly that's a horrible misquote of that verse but sorry it's somewhere (laughs) in john 15 16 17 there go read that it's a good thing to read so, right, what he's sharing with us. So he's doing lots of great stuff. So we're at, so. Well, so I, what I'm th- I'm excited that to have kind of this marker mm-hmm. of the podcast for us, and you know it comes in a lot of different ways for people. You can be journaling or whatever, but but having something to say to kind of. Um, What's the word? Not record our journey, but mm-hmm. but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Make a milestone. Uh, well, yeah, you know, to, to have a recording of or a yeah. Ugh, that's not the word I want, but it doesn't matter. To to say, okay, we we are progressing. We are mm-hmm. growing. We are we are not done. This is one of the things that I said on the podcast number one. Your dad used to say, you're not done till you're dead. And here we are still living. So we must not be done with revealing God through Mm -hmm. our lives and revealing ourselves through our lives. And so it's kind of encouraging to, to look back at things or listen or see, you know, through different life experiences. Hey, we aren't the same people that we were a year ago. We're growing and developing and impacting um, ourselves, being impacted ourselves and and making changes in our lives. We made a couple of hard changes this year and some changes were made for us. Um, We we had, I feel like I've had some significant losses this year, um, over the past year with my dad, of course, uh, passing away from this earth, mm-hmm. but then all of my children being out of state, like there's some been some loss for me in that. And for me to have to come to grips with myself, yeah. I don't have them to give, put energy in my house anymore, you know, or come over and, and, uh, give them a hug or be able to sit at the table and have a conversation or around the TV or around the piano or whatever. Like I've had to find my own places of joy and, 
whatever. Not that we don't have contact with them and mm-hmm. we've had yeah. some contact with them, which is great, but, um, it's distant. It's different. Yeah. yeah it's, it, there was a loss in mm-hmm. my life to not have them in my sphere, my physical sphere anymore. So you, you, um, see yourself sometimes we're hard on ourselves and we see ourselves where we failed or we see ourselves where we feel like we haven't grown or developed. And then you get to a mile marker and go, Hey, no, I think we have, there's some good to show from this. And, uh, and we've gotten to interact. We have interacted with a few people. We'd love Mm -hmm. to interact more, but we've interacted with a few people as a result of the podcast. And, um, that's been awesome. That's been really fun. It is. In fact, here, I'll give a challenge for the year for this. We'll, we'll have this be our calendar year or our fiscal year or whatever. We'll call it the podcast Podcast year. year. Our podcast. Yes. So this is for PY23. Mm-hmm. Um, 22. We're in 22. We'll see what they say, like fiscal year ending something. So they call oh, it oh, FY oh, oh. something. Sorry, I missed that. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. That's an accounting and whatever term. Okay. So those of you wanting to end PY23, the <laughs> podcast year ending in 23. Okay. We'll give you a chat, but it's not a challenge. It's a, uh, we want to help. So I want you to think about where is an area or what is something you want to see God do this year? But first, write down, here's what I see God has put into my life. Hmm. And your then calling. Your, if it's your calling, that might be your calling. It may just be something because you might not be confident to call that your calling. So just go ahead and say, this is something of value I know God has put in me. Mm-hmm. And then say, this is what I want to see grow in this year. Okay. So first of all. Just write that down. Mm-hmm. And then if you want for either accountability or encouragement or just for us to pray over, send us a copy. Yeah, that'd be great. And then we will pray over that and we will encourage you in that and we will agree with you in that. Yeah. And so, God. so again, feel free to send that to podcast at grace.world. I guess don't call me on it. You can call us, but... I don't want to write it down. So, or you can send it. <laughs> he doesn't want to write it down. <laughs> you write so it you down. You write it down and send it so to our email or our text or something. You can send it to the something. P.O. Box 750, Monument, Colorado, 80132. So, yeah. That'd um, be cool if we actually got something in our be mailbox. Besides. Yeah, I get, yeah, normally all I get in my mailbox is the, the local newspaper that comes out every week or two. Right. <laughs> It's like, hey, we got a copy of Send our community news. Yeah, or so I get the junk mail from the guy that previously owned the mailbox. That's exciting. So, no, oh, you've had that mailbox for a while. You're I still getting junk mail. Still from get me? mail from Martin Delaroy. Oh my! So let's all usually junk mail from political people. stuff. So. Send us checks or something. Yeah. Well. Hey guys, um, one more quick thing. Uh, Dan is preaching again for the next two weeks at the church that we are attending called Joyland Church. And uh, so we will put that information out on our email and also on the website and the podcast link so that you can um, join us if you want to on Friday night at 630. Mountain Mountain stand time. time. Mm -hmm. Actually, it'll be... Yeah, mountain time. Yes, mountain time. Uh, and we're going to be talking. He's going to be talking about how do we uh, interpret. Well, <laughs> why don't you say it? 
It's kind of bringing restoration to, uh, you know, sometimes what happens is we learn new ways of thinking and we want to discard old biblical terminology ideas. And it's really a matter of saying, how do we restore those ideas? I mean, because it's obviously it's stuff's in the Bible. We don't throw it out because uh-huh. we interpret some things. There was how do we reconcile those? How do we restore them and bring understanding to the things that may be different than what we understand today. And the verbiage that we use, like yeah, the word salvation. We've been talking about the word salvation in our church past couple of yeah. weeks. And so what does salvation look like with perichoresis? And what is the meta narrative of our... I'll try not to use big words. And I'll draw pictures and things. So and yeah. it's actually available on a Zoom meeting. If you go to Joyland, we'll send it out. But just so you know now, it's at joylandlife.com, joylandlife.com. And they have a thing called meetings. Click on meetings. It'll be the Friday meeting. Friday night live. Yeah, and it's that's their main service. And that'll be a Zoom meeting. You can click on it. and Yeah, you can watch it in. live. You can actually mm-hmm. ask questions. So if you've never yeah. gotten to partake, you can At jump church. in. Yeah, While somebody's so preaching. It's a church where you get to There's ask a questions. That people can it. go up and talk. Or yeah. you, if you're on Zoom, you can raise your hand and they'll acknowledge you and yep. whatever. So. Yeah, you should join whether or not Dan's preaching just to hear some of the. But this will be an adventure, and we'd teaching. love to have a chance to maybe, if especially people that I haven't met or haven't seen in a long time, mm-hmm. we would love to hear from you. Right. So anyway, it would be delightful. We're, we're looking forward to next year. As we said, we we kind of gave a little challenge there. And is there anything you want to look forward to in the next year? Uh, rest. Rest. That's my, that's my <laughs> word for this season anyway. I don't know if it's going to last all year, but I am resting. I'm finding some mm-hmm. great relief in uh, not being very social right now and just enjoying. But we will be social with you. Time. Just. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that for me right now, my life is is calm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's some, this is a much needed period of rest, spiritual rest, mm-hmm. emotional rest physical rest so that's Excellent. it similar i think yeah i'm looking for more practical walking with god right resting Just in the to, garden yep frolicking in the garden so we'll be doing gardening this year too a bunch so any other thoughts i think that's it we thank you guys for almost Hoping in the next few weeks we'll get over a thousand listens and yeah. it's been great to have people participating and all that. So anyway, we thank you again and we hope to see you next week or even Friday. So. All right. We love you guys. Have a great week. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.